Black Devil Feature presents Pick 6. The guys make a top five list and add one more. Road trips, war movies, more death scenes, and you know it, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Got that clip pulled up yet? No. It's on the internet. I had to go to the library. I had to find it. Ass face. Did you use a Dewey Decimal System to find it? You couldn't just go to Google and type in Nathan's favorite clip dot dot wave (laughs) dot kiss my ass dot org. (laughs) So... I'm assuming you've got your clip pulled up. If we're talking <laughs> well, about. yeah, but I, it's not till my number one. So, no, I'm doing this. So, again, our uh, our technology here, my lovely dude, you're getting Adele, um, cut us off during our uh, Waterworld uh, Postman episode. Did it cut us off? And it did, but we we went back and re-recorded the whole episode, mm-hmm. which I hope you guys enjoyed. But we didn't have enough fat. Uh, to trim. A, to trim to make a tangent episode. So we thought we would give you guys... We cut out all the fat. <laughs> all, the, all the mule fat. It, this episode gone. would have been 12 minutes long. <laughs> so <laughs> we thought a fun... Uh, instead of a tangent this week, we thought we would give you a... A bonus uh, pick six. Of post-apocalyptic slash dystopian mm-hmm. movies. Nathan, you won the coin toss. What's your number six? Um, my number six is Robocop. Nice. Yeah, this is my this is my first repeat into uh, pick six territory because I did pick Murphy's death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I don't care because we make the <laughs> rules, and uh, I wrote an addendum to this rule. We have the microphone, so you would listen to every damn word we have to say. Yeah, we try, but you know what? RoboCop is a really good one. You know, my film knowledge, you know, doesn't know no bounds. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, crime and violence has nearly crippled Detroit, so Omni Consumer Products, you know, an evil corporation. OCP. Yeah. When's the government contract to privatize the police force? Worst idea ever. <laughs> but that's – I I was like, I didn't really think about that as a, a dystopian – I didn't either until you but said it, it. But it is kind of, you know, or really shitty future <laughs> without being dystopian. But I mean just – a. Cor- it's kind of realistic in some ways, just with how big corporations are getting. Uh huh. Yeah. For and sure. this movie is, you know, thirty years old. Detroit looks like that now. Yeah. It looked like that in '87 or yeah, whatever. It like that twenty years ago <laughs> when it they filmed like... it in Dallas. Yes. Did they film it in Dallas? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I think there's a specific building that, like, indicates anybody who lives in Dallas goes. That's not in Detroit. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Robocop number six. My number six is Tank Girl. Oh, you know, I've never seen that. That's Lori Petty, right? Yeah, Lori Petty and Naomi Watts. I was doing a little more research for an episode we may be recording a little later. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking time. about. Yeah. Yeah, we, won't, so, we, won't, we won't tip that hand just yet. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tank Girl was adapted from a uh, mid-late 80s comic book. Right. Which is, they watered it down for the movie. Right. Because in the, in the comic book, she actually has sex with dogs or dog people. Okay. The Rippers is what they're called they in the movie. They had sex with dog people? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, the movie's weird. It didn't do well, but it's a fun little kind of female lead, post-apocalyptic, there's no water. Are they in Australia or are they in Kansas kind of thing? Everything. They probably filmed it in Australia. Probably. Be my guess. I um, know of the movie, but I never, I don't know. I just never had an inkling but it's, to want to watch it's typi- it. It's a typical 90s sort of flick. It's got like one foot in the 80s kind of goofiness. And one foot in the nineties, the post-apocalypticness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of her outfits. It's got a touch of like... Waterworld, <laughs> touch of Postman. No, it's 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 
It's entertaining. It's watch. got one foot in the water world and one foot in the postman. <laughs> but uh, Tank Girl, that's my number six. What's your number five? My number five is a movie that was actually released this year in 2018. Oh, wow. Called A Quiet Place. Uh, never. Uh, newer films rarely make it on, on a pick six list. But sure. this is the second time. So I guess it's more common than... <laughs> But uh, for all intents and purposes, I'm usually not going to pick a movie that was released in 2017 or 2018 usually to put on here. But A Quiet Place starring John Krasinski, you know, um, Jim oh, Halpert from The Office. Ooh, yeah, I know that. I know the movie Yeah, um, I never would have expected such a taut and, like, effective thriller to come from Jim Halpert in the, <laughs> from The Office. Uh, I, over three months, like in 2020, uh, most of Earth's humans – population uh has been wiped out by these sightless creatures that have like incredible hearing mm -hmm. and so they're like hypersensitive to mm -hmm. anything and so there's like three in this like upstate new york area mm -hmm. which is where they filmed it these beasts or these creatures have like like seemingly impenetrable arm armor and i cannot talk right now <laughs> um but krasinski's direction he also co-wrote the screenplay is is monumentally effective. They avoid a lot of dialogue in this movie, so there's not a lot of talking, but yeah. what communication there is is because they have a child who's deaf, so they all speak with sign language. And so Ew. they can communicate, and so Very when they cool. communicate, and they just drop down the subtitles, so there's not a lot of speaking in that film. And what there is, you know, is good, but it's just... It's a very creative way to relay that, to be able to turn a communication device into something else, like be able to – they actually used uh, the daughter was that they that they cast was deaf. A, a real deaf person. Yeah. I, I remember reading about it now. Yeah. Once you started talking about it, I remember that. Yeah, it's – it's really good. Very cool. I, I would highly just, recommend – Just the three of them in the movie? Kind of uh, it's – they have two kids. Okay. So it's kind of just those four. Four actors. That's a good number That's five. That's number five. Uh, my number five is 12 Monkeys. Oh, uh, I was thinking about putting that on my list. I chose not to it's, because uh, I had a feeling you might. I like my sci-fi dark. Yeah, that sci-fi is dark and it's it, and it works well. Just that you think what you're seeing, you don't realize what you're seeing. Until you see it. Until you see it. The and then time. the second time. Yeah. And, it's, um, and I, you I, don't think it's going to happen and then you – Everything just unfolds at the end, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. I, it's not to give anybody any spoilers, but it's damn near a 30 year old movie. But yeah, when he creates his own time paradox kind yeah. of thing, it's. I wasn't super familiar with time travel. Ter no, Terry Gilliam. Oh, and that's yeah. a Gilliam. No, film, I love you know. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. He never disappoints. Well, at that time, I was not familiar with him, and then I started researching and doing some more. Um, but I don't know how you would even try to sum up a movie like 12 monkeys other than just what did i tell someone at work the other day i was like as a cisgendered <laughs> it's an f time travel <laughs> as a as a heterosexual cisgendered white male brad pitt is about as his at his sexiest in this movie and he is anything but when you see this movie he is he was nominated he looks for like he, something he looks like he one, smelled right? like farts <laughs> In this movie, his visual representation, visual <laughs> representation was was fart. Brad, you come in and you look like farts, like uh, musty old French fry farts, <laughs> with a little bit of bean burrito and a sweater with a sweater on. You have to wear the sweater. So yeah, yeah number five. My number five is Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> What's your number four? Well, I I debated between some zombie movies. 
Mm. That's, that's, that's what my number four is. A um, movie. But mine is not your normal zombie movie. You fucker. <laughs> Go. What? 28 Days Later. Oh, nope. That's my number two. <laughs> so I jumped down to number two on you. You took my number two. Well, I'm I'm thinking I know what your number four possibly is, but my number two is 28 Days Later. I mean, there's just something so fascinating about the removal of like almost all of the, the human race yeah, and then yeah. just it wouldn't it be allowing great? survivors just to roam free. <laughs> It'd be great. Your downside is, is zombies or infected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's the down, there's the flip side to that coin. That's the problem. I'm willing. I'm, I'd yeah. give it a shot. The, I, I like the juxtaposition that instead of like every other movie like that, it takes place in England. Yeah. But it's just the scariest part about that film is just, that the infected conversion isn't slow and like or a gradual change. It's like like any Romero film, but it's like near instantaneous. Mm-hmm. And Rage so it forces it forces the the people around to make that split decision of okay, do I need to kill this person or am yeah. I going to die? Yeah, because I mean that's you don't get that with most zombie movies, and that's what I really no, like. What you get with most zombie movies is the the him haw. Oh, we'll just wait and see. We'll, it's probably not that bad. I'm fine. I'm fine. That old, that whole thing. And then it's the slow turn, like you said. And this took that and turned it on its ear. Right. And made it great. So what's your number four? Instead my of my number four two. is probably not what you think it is. My number four is Zombieland. You know, I thought about that one, and I didn't. It's a nice... I'm glad I didn't now that you picked it. <laughs> sort of comedic twist. No, it is. It's really good. I haven't watched it in a while, and I want to and revisiting. They're making a sequel. It's going to come out next year. Uh, They're like ten years later. Seeing that, yeah. My two favorite parts of that are uh, Bill fucking Murray, (laughs) and then when after Bill Murray uh, gets fatally wounded, he says, "I don't regret anything." Well, maybe Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great insight to just uh, you know. I'm sure he. I'm sure he paychecks that he takes. Yeah, I'm sure he ad libbed all of that shit. If he didn't, uh, that's brilliant. But it's a nice Zombieland is a nice sort of American version of Shaun of the Dead, which is like a love story zombie kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because there's a little, you know, what was what's his name? He played Lex Luthor. Jesse No, he didn't play Lex Luthor. Jesse not really. Not, oh, yeah, not Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. He's got the he's got the Michael Sarah. <laughs> I was gonna action say Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene that's, Hackman that's Gene the only Hackman, Lex Luthor that I really Gene identify Hackman, with. Gene Hackman tries to date Emma Stone in this movie. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> inappropriate. No, it was just a, it was just a nice little comedic American comedic turn on the on the zombie thing if you were if you were led through it by a good-hearted redneck like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Well, Zombie Land is my number 4. What's your number 3? Uh my number 3 um uh, I picked Mad Max for Fury Road. I avoided Mad Max because Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I figured you were going to pick at least one of them, probably nope. the third one. Nope, nope. That's because we don't need see, another hero. That's where exactly. That's that's where my uh, my love for shit garbage will fool you. I, I absolutely <laughs> hate that goddamn movie. I watched it once. <laughs> once. once. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my father showed me Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome once. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it popped up on like Hulu, and Lisa was like, "Let's watch it." I'm like, "Okay, I've never seen it." And I'd seen at least the first one ages ago. I couldn't remember if I had seen The Road Warrior, but no, I picked Fury Road. You know, you could pick any of the Mad Max if you want to. Not you specifically, but you audience listening. Um, you could pick any of the Mad Maxes, but it's just I I love that all of the like. Almost all of the visuals were done in camera. Oh, yeah. Not sure. all of them, 
there's this there was still a significant amount that was done digitally, but there's so much that's done in front of the camera while they were filming. Don't fuck with Aussies, dude. They are tough sons of bitches. What's funny though is he didn't film it in Australia though. He filmed it in Africa. We're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> it's just it ha it's a spectacularly brilliant very linear very linear storyline. It's a stunt show extravaganza. Right. Is what Mad Max any Mad Max. It's movie. just with this one, it's just, the story's like two acts, really. It's kind of broken down into two. It goes from point A to point B, and then it turns around and goes back. I'll check it out. You know, there's what, does not Charlize, a what does Charlize Theron do in the movie? Uh, drive. She just drives? Yeah. And is missing like a half an arm. <laughs> so Mad Max Fury. But it's just, it's wall to wall action. I mean, it's just well, constant. I'm, no, it's much more even than The Road Warrior. It's really, okay. there's, there's hardly a time where you catch your breath kind of. Beauty. Movement. My number three is uh, far less action-packed than that. Okay. My number three is the classic movie, Soylent Green. I never even thought about that. You know, it's people, right? Soylent Green is made out of people. You know, there's like like nutritional things now called Soylent. I was thinking about it the other day. Advertised on, like, whenever I see it pop up on my Facebook page. I, I, Mike, I, is this like an inside joke or just people forgot? I don't think people ever knew. <laughs> me think maybe both. <laughs> I think maybe both. Um, but no, it's no, it's, it's classic. Good. It's, it's the classic answer to the question: What happens when there's too many people? We eat them. We you you, you get to live till you're 45. Or we whatever, put them in the smoker, <laughs> and you go in the big green egg, cook you down into a nice gravy, and then you go into the cooker, and you become soylent green, and then you feed you feed the townsfolk. It's a bleak future. It is a bleak future because he's done like a few of those. Because but, but it's our future. He did like the Omega Man, which was like a. It was a great Nintendo game. <laughs> no, that's just Mega Man, not <laughs> Omega Man. Oh, Mega Man! That's what his wife. Oh, says. Mega Man! Oh, Can Mega I, Man is what his I wife rented says. that. Uh, yeah, for my Super Nintendo. <laughs> so, <laughs> I always around uh, about this time of year, I always think about this movie because there's a, there's a lesser. Um, besides overpopulation and all that, um, global warming is mentioned. Not mentioned, but it's it's alluded to in this movie because it's so hot. It's yeah, it's portrayed as a hot, like right now. Yeah, and I, <laughs> whenever it's hot like this, you know, we're recording this in July. When you're listening to it, who knows? But right now, it's a hundred and some degrees outside. Uh, I always think of this movie when he gets to go. He's investigating that murder, mm -hmm. uh, and he goes up into that penthouse apartment where that chick is, and it's air conditioned, and she's got good scotch, and like she beds him down for the night, and he has like a he has like a like a one off date night, like just a just a good old time on the town. I always think about that when it's really hot like this. Whenever I walk into you, think of Soylent Green when I, it's really hot. I do. I'm I'm a weird person, man, and I don't. Um, you know what the seat reminds me of Soylent People. Green. <laughs> People. <laughs> uh, Soylent Green brings new meaning to the words. You know what? Eat me. <laughs> Cook, crack open a can of people. <laughs> hey, we're all out of Paul. Do you have any Steve? <laughs> Smoke Steve. So <laughs> Soylent Green is my number three. What is your so, number no, two? No, Soylent Green is not your number three. Soylent Green is people. Anyway, uh, my number two, my number two is we've discussed it not at length at all, but at small, small, um, <laughs> Book of Eli. Oh yeah, I've not seen that. That yet. was the one I think that I put down as a recommendation. 
asked for if you liked Waterworld, what else would you mm. like? And I say go with Book of Eli. Okay. Basically, have you ever seen The Road before? I mean, because it, yeah, it's the, your bleak movie. You love them. Like your sci-fi bleak. I've not seen the okay, road. The road. Vigo Mortensen. Mm, no. Okay. You know, basically, if the road had been a comic book with some similarities or elements of Waterworld minus the water part, right, right. Um, along with a more uplifting ending, you know, you would have the Book of Eli. Uh, it plays out kind of like a live-action like graphic novel. Oh, cool. It, I thought it was based off of something like that just because of the way that the um, – I can't remember their names. The Hughes brothers filmed the movie. It kind of has that style, and I figured, is this based off of a graphic novel or a comic book? It's not. But just how they film it, it just it's kind of like a live action. It's just where a lone man travels around across America in order to save a sacred book that might hold you know secrets to saving mankind. Um, it's the Bible. It has, it's it's kinda, the Bible, right? His book, the book he has is the Bible? Yeah. Okay. It has elements of like kind of like a, like a neo-Western, kind yeah, of futuristic yeah. Western. Yeah. Um, lone gunman fights... You know, a man and his men in a ramshackle town and, you know, that he's rebuilt and now holds, you know, with an iron fist, you know, under his control. It's not for everyone, you know, but for some reason this film just scratches that itch when I'm in the mood to watch like this, like a post-apocalyptic story. But it's got Denzel and Uh, you can rarely go wrong with almost any movie. Even when it's a bad movie, it's still Denzel. Precisely. You know, or it's not great. Because even some of the stuff that he's doing now, like The Equalizer, it's not a great movie, but it's still fun to watch Denzel, you know, exacting kind of justice on people. Sure. That was your number two, the book. That's of my Eli. number two. My number two you took, which was twenty eight days later. Are you sure? Yep. So you didn't like rewrite it while we were talking? I didn't, no. Twenty eight days later is my number two. Your number one My is... number one is a clip first. Right now, we're inside a computer program. Is it really so hard to believe? Your clothes are different, the plugs in your arms and head are gone? Your hair has changed. Your appearance now is what we call residual self-image. It is the mental projection of your digital self. This... This isn't real. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. This is the world that you know. The world as it was at the end of the 20th century. It exists now only as part of a neural interactive simulation that we call the Matrix. You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. century all of mankind was united in celebration we marveled at our own magnificence as we gave birth to ai ai you mean artificial intelligence a singular consciousness that spawned an entire race of machines we don't know who struck first us or them 
but we know that it was us that scorched the sky. At the time, they were dependent on solar power, and it was believed that they would be unable to survive without an energy source as abundant as the sun. Throughout human history, we have been dependent on machines to survive. Fate, it seems, is not without a sense of irony. The human body generates more bioelectricity than a 120-volt battery and over 25,000 BTUs of body heat. Combined with a form of fusion, the machines had found all the energy they would ever need. Fields, endless fields, where human beings are no longer born. We are grown. Yeah, he's gonna pop. Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> I I didn't want to get to the point where he uh, throws up. Uh, Doesn't he puke up like that? His it's stew? his it's aminos and such and such. It's everything he. Human body needs. Well, it's, You're it's, like it's it kind of tastes like runny eggs. It's soylent. It kind of tastes like soylent green. <laughs> Good old gray soylent. Uh, yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, your number one pick was the The Matrix. And um, you, we were talking or the was, Matrix, depending on the you know your preferred nomenclature. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think of that one at all. That's a good pick because it's. It's not. It really is because it's an altered reality. Well, it's what both. They, it's yeah. post-apocalyptic and it's dystopian. Yeah. Um, that's that's a damn fine pick. Uh, I don't remember the last time that I was that excited to see a movie. Even with Keanu Reeves isn't lead, uh, I, I was that excited to see a movie after seeing that trailer. I think it was. I think they showed it like in the Super Bowl, and I was over mm-hmm. at a friend's house that I worked with, and we're like, "Fuck, that looks awesome! That looks awesome! We got to go see it." I saw that um, on VHS. On, that on concept a rented, on a rented television in Chillicothe, Ohio, in November or December of 1999. But I was so stoked for the sequels, and then so let down. Mostly let down. Yeah, I think maybe let down. <laughs> the concept itself, I, I was just blown away. I'm like, holy crap! We're just we're we're batteries for powering AI. I'll never, I'll never look at like Duracell batteries the same way since they called everyone cop. Like he called them copper top. Do you name your batteries now because yeah. of that? Uh, Neo, this is Neo. <laughs> this, is this is Trinity. This is Morpheus. This is Morpheus Two. This is uh, Joe a- Pants. <laughs> Joe Pants. <laughs> Joey, uh, what's his name? Pantaleon. Uh, yeah, that one. Joey I know Pan- I'm not. Joey I, know, Pants. I know I'm not actually eating the steak, but but. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss. bliss. Yeah. yeah, that's. It's still probably in top five or top ten of action movies sequences that oh, they put together. Totally. I mean yeah. that. I mean it. It. I've heard it that. took all of the Phantom Menace nominations. Anything that Phantom Menace was nominated for, good. Matrix won. I think it won its three or four uh, Oscar nominations too. So that was kind of cool. So the Matrix. Your number one? Yeah, my number one. Please tell me what your number one is. My number one (laughs) is the John Carpenter classic, Escape from New York. Oh, man. I didn't even come... That is good. Is it post-apocalyptic? You don't really know, but it's definitely... But they turned New York City into a fucking prison. But it's definitely dystopian, for sure. It definitely is. It's a post-police state. 
you know, the the tone is that's a good one. The tone is the I'm, same. It's I'm very actually dark. kicking myself for not picking that for my pick six, but I'm glad I didn't because you did. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the in the in the continental, there are no laws. Uh, or in the continental United States, there are laws. I was thought super you were strict laws. Escape from L.A. <laughs> I would never say those five or six. It would words require there. me to have to rewatch that movie Ugh. first. No. Um, but in the uh, island of Manhattan, there are actually it's like a prison. There are there are, uh, literally there are, well, yeah <laughs> the there movie. are prison laws like you've got your you know your your rank and file kind of stuff. Uh, it's just a super dark version of of our future. <laughs> Not we don't get political on this show, but. In these in these odd weird times we live in, it's not so hard to see, fathom to fathom that possibly happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen because yeah, Kurt New York because Kurt, Kurt Russell is far too old to re- rescue anybody. The so there's our pick six yeah. post apocalyptic movies. We will be back next week with a tangent for you. Are you sure? Possibly. I don't think so. I don't think our computer is going to glitch out any, anymore. I guess you got a Dell, dude. I got a Dell. Um, (laughs) on that note you have a week Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production you can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature they aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb in Southeast Asia we call this type of thing Bad karma.